Stampede! Garner isn't number 41. Welcome to the new normal. Maybe the corruption, the manipulation, 
the fraud that consumerism brought to our lives is coming to an end. But I doubt it. COVID-19 has continued to ravage humanity and maybe the powerful, the wealthy, who have used the system to live by have suffered. Consumerists trafficking in greed, selling weapons of war for their own benefit, growing rich by destroying. Maybe they haven't escaped the violence they helped to promote. And it wasn't just what they sold to governments or organizations. No, it wasn't humanity they helped to destroy. They produced extinctions of other living things, all for profits. The merchants of death couldn't imagine it would come for them. And maybe they'll escape with their lives. After all, money talks, but the dead can dance. We're seeing something unraveling. The party's over. The game's delayed. The illusions that kept being fed to us may end, may end for consumerism. Honey, the oceans of black oil going up in smoke, and you thought it would never end. You thought all you needed was something to remove the wrinkles on your face to make you look younger, when what was coming was something that wouldn't allow you to breathe. Well, don't think this is the end. No, COVID-19 isn't the end. It's the beginning, because there's a lot more planned by the merchants of profits. The bargains are everywhere. The payoffs, the bribes, the delay of justice is being all laid out. There's going to be a few disruptions, like rolling blackouts, or even whole electrical systems going down, people rioting, armies marching, or just a happy few jumping out of windows. No, this isn't going to look like some French Impressionist paintings of people on a picnic. No, you aren't about to live in peace.
I'm a big fan of paintings created over a hundred years ago. You may want to be reminded how French painters interpreted being on a picnic, something you probably won't understand. People enjoying themselves in a park. No, most of you people can't understand that. But if you access Claude Monet's 1865 painting of Lunch on the Grass, you'll see something that may appear foreign to you. In fact, you'll never be able to see the entire work. Monet was attempting to finish painting Luncheon on the Grass to enter it into a competition at the Salon de Paris. Unable to finish the work in time and destitute, unable to pay his landlord for his rent, he gave the unfinished painting as payment for rent. The landlord rolled it up and stored it in the basement of his building. Years later, Monet retrieved it, but found it damaged by mold. He cut up the remaining unaffected parts of the painting, so what you may be able to see today is only a small portion of the original. But that's not what I want to talk about. The small portion of the luncheon on the grass still shows you what you can never understand. You can never understand that small portion of what must have been a masterpiece because you've been distorted, dissolved into something foreign to what that painting represents. You've been convinced to believe in a world of artificial values, that they're good for you. You can't experience what Monet's painting represents because you've been manipulated into an electronic void blinded by what we should never be disconnected from. You could never find yourself with a luncheon on the grass. You've been distorted into believing what's important is endless hours on a smartphone. You're part of the consumerist world, and the luncheon on the grass can never be a part of that for you.
What you believed in was a design where one can afford to buy a $10 million house, or maybe it was $30 million, that if someone could do that, they could always sell it for more. It was always about making more in the consumerist world. But demanding more doesn't always work. In the design of more, one can be led to false expectations. You might even ask yourself why some people are paid outrageous salaries to do something that really doesn't serve any purpose. A person who can repair a broken water line in a house, a person who is a plumber, has more value than an athlete paid a hundred million dollars to accomplish really nothing of importance. That's what consumerism has created, a distortion of values. It's been producing some very ugly behavior like greed and violence, and people have accepted it because they continue to believe in consumerism, that we were better than everybody else in the world. We had better highways, better schools, more freedom to choose, more money, more entertainment, a military unmatched. No wonder we, the people, paid tribute on Independence Day lining streets, watching parades, believing we were lucky to be living here. You see, having more made you think you were better. You didn't have to think about anything just so long as you had more. Well, the deceptions, the lies used to keep you believing everything was all right have been revealed by a deadly disease. Maybe COVID-19 will be stopped. But then the second law of thermodynamics may be called into play.
The second law of thermodynamics is complex, and I'm not someone who understands it. No, I'm an artist, not a mathematician. I try to look at beautiful things, and it's true to some people, equations, particularly mathematical equations, are aesthetically beautiful. But I confess, my strength is looking at French Impressionist paintings and saying, yes, that makes me feel something. And that really doesn't exist for me when I understand a mathematical equation. People say the truth can be found in an equation, and it helps us to understand the physical world. For me, I like to understand who I am and feel what can be beautiful in nature. That's what I believe in. I can see and feel what's coming for us. I didn't need an equation to tell me the numbers were wrong, that our behavior was distorted in the consumerist world. The numbers were fabricated. And I could see that by what we were doing. I knew it couldn't stand that all it took was something only seen by an electronic microscope bringing a leveling of humanity. And I'll say this, this isn't the end. This is the beginning. And for some time, you'll probably never feel a sense of peace. You should brace yourself for some very unpleasant events. What's been happening can only lead to more trouble. You should realize serious military conflicts are coming, riots, destructions unlike we've ever seen. And let's not kid ourselves. It's been happening for some time now, even before COVID-19 came for us. I don't believe this virus came from nature. If it had, it would have presented itself long ago. The only question is whether it escaped into our world by accident or was released intentionally. If intentionally, be prepared for more to come. Our lives have just begun to be changed and a new order is coming.
to call the global pandemic a crisis caused by the coronavirus is to minimize what's transpired within the last couple of months. This isn't just a crisis. What has taken place and most likely will continue for several months is nothing short of a life-changing event that'll structurally affect whole societies, governments, and economies. Everyone will feel what's coming. No one is going to escape this. There'll be concerted efforts by the consumerists to rescue it from a total collapse. New dramatic steps will be taken to stop this disease, but you should realize the party is over and what has been broken will most likely never be fully restored. This may come down to mathematical equations. It may fall to the second law of thermodynamics to attempt to bring back what has been lost, an explanation of the theory of entropy, bringing order to disorder. The higher the entropy, the higher the disorder. What has happened can be found in literature connected to the second law of thermodynamics, the theory of entropy. When Alice encountered Humpty Dumpty in Lewis Carroll's novel, Through the Looking Glass, now in the nursery rhyme, we all know what happened to Humpty Dumpty. He sat on a wall and had a great fall, and all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. And that's what's happening today. It's the law of entropy where all the pieces have broken apart, and it's highly unlikely they can be brought back together. However, it's not impossible to get back to a lower entropy. It's just highly unlikely things will be the same again. The coronavirus is leveling the field, and consumerism may very well be a thing of the past, but I don't want to make light of what is going to be a very painful experience. Things are coming for you and me, and it isn't going to be like Alice waking up and thinking it was all a dream. No, it isn't like Renoir's 1865 painting, Luncheon of the Boating Party. No, it's not going to be George Surratt's A Sunday Afternoon on the Island of Grand Jacques. No, the piece that can be seen in those paintings aren't coming for you or me. We may never be able to understand what that is anymore. The lies, the deceptions, the propaganda that was fed to us is going to disappear and it's going to be replaced with something real.
This week on Garner Isn't, the music began with the host of the Seraphim by Dead Can Dance, and then a portion of Danae's Presents and Hanin Agorn, followed with a portion of the same composition with Lisa Gerard. Then Now We Are Free, performed by Lisa Gerard, and finally a repeat of the host of the Seraphim. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.